my encouragement would be to approach approach the conversation fearlessly. If if a church has a fear based attitude towards the towards that dialogue, millennials are not going to be a part of that. They don't they're not gonna be they're they're seekers of information and they want to do it in this very open way. And so uh, millennials can smell fear. So mm-hmm. if you're showing that by how, how you approach the conversation, it's going to be a real turnoff. Burrow Lab Podcast. Welcome back to the Burlap Podcast. My name is Paul Sheneman. I'm the host of the Burlap Podcast, and today I have Grant Wood with me. Grant, uh, could you tell us a little bit about what you do for a living? Sure. Uh, I'm a licensed clinical marriage and family therapist uh, here in Kansas City, and uh, my wife and I started Resonate Relationship Clinic here uh, 15 years ago, and we work with individuals, couples, families, our, our specialty has been uh, counseling with couples, um, both unmarried and married, and, um, and there's a, a couple of other branches of the clinic, too. Um, one of my colleagues, Aaron Mitchum, and I, we do uh, corporate organizational wellness work, and then I also do a spiritual direction. So the older I've gotten, the, the more things I've found to get into. What are some of your um, observations working with millennials, and I'm sure this conversation has come up, um, that, uh, that the church could do to help communicate with millennials um, around, uh, around the conversation of same-sex marriage. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think first of all, the church understanding that you know, 70% of millennials, and this is from a Pew Research Organization, 70% uh, support marriage equality. Um, it was only 64% just uh, four years ago. Um, and so it's been on the rise. It is um, among millennials. My encouragement would be to approach, approach the conversation fearlessly. If, if a church has a fear-based attitude towards, the, towards that dialogue, millennials are not going to be a part of that. They don't, they're not going to be – they're seekers of information, and they want to do it in this very open way. And so uh, millennials can smell fear. So mm-hmm. if you're showing that by how, how you approach the conversation, it's going to be a real turnoff. So um, I also encourage churches to have a fearless approach. I think – let me go here. I took a, I don't know, a few notes about this. Um, Okay, I wrote it somewhere. I can remember it if I just let myself think. So it's, it's fearlessness. Let's approach mm-hmm. the conversation carefully. It's, there have got to be some opportunities for conversations to happen, whether that comes through a sermon series, you know, on homosexuality, the Christian tradition, where we're moving to, our church's position. And then the, the biggest thing is, is hospitality. I just love, I love Henry now and, I love how he wrote about hospitality and giving people the space where they can be fully human. And mm-hmm. so it, it begins with, with hospitality. In my own, my own story, if, if, if I could describe my own journey in this area, and I know that everyone's different and, and 
know, but I, I was raised in a very, very conservative home. I was raised in a Southern Baptist um, culture, and then I kind of graduated to more evangelical culture. And then, you know, when I got kind of really progressive, right, I went to Dallas Seminary. <laughs> so I was really rooted in this, you know, very inerrant, you know, um, not inclusive view of, of lots of things. So this amazing thing happened to me. When I, when I became a therapist, um, my worldview had already shifted quite a bit. But as I began that work, all, I, all, all we do as therapists is provide hospitality to whoever's coming in. We, get, we give them a space of non-judgment where we let them hear themselves think and we let them tell their story. And, and that becomes the safe place. And as I did that over the years, my views on you know, GLBTQ, that community, has so radically shifted simply because I got to know them and I heard them. And I stopped... I realized that if I judge something, I stop understanding it. So as soon as the church judges something and stops understanding, that's when they're in trouble. I don't know where each individual church will end up in that issue, but a church that's demonstrating that kind of hospitable approach to whoever comes in their door is going to end up in the right place, (laughs) in my opinion. In some ways, that's kind of vague, but... But hospitality and fearlessness, it's something that is sensed as soon as someone comes in the door. And churches that work to provide that, you know, it, it's going to be exciting. I, a lot of churches I've worked with here, they would say, we don't really know where we're going to end up on this issue. We don't really know how it's going to play out, but we sure are enjoying um, just embracing it and talking about it. And millennials will value that. I, I think millennials yeah. will also value it. Millennials understand. They they understand that churches are in a dilemma. They understand that their the traditions are, you know, longstanding, and they understand denominational politics. And so they're going to be patient to an extent, but you better not be fear-based, and you better not be, you better not be exclusive, or they're not going to be there. That's yeah. pretty confident about that. Grant, thank you so much uh, for being with us. Thank you for uh, sharing uh, from your expertise in working with millennials in marriage and for uh, giving us a part of your journey uh, when it comes to, uh, to understanding and growing um, in, uh, in our hospitality uh, towards others, especially in, in uh, the same-sex marriage that is uh, so hotly contested among a lot of uh, churches. Um, and, and even having that conversation is almost out of the question, uh, but uh, providing us a hopeful perspective for churches to embrace. And so I just wanted to thank you for, uh, for that and for the time that you spent with us today. Paul, thanks a lot. I really appreciate the time. Yeah. And Grant, if people want to get connected with you, what's a, what's a good way um, just to seek you out online um, and just uh, find you and, and, and maybe to continue this conversation if something has sparked in their mind when they, they hear you talk? Certainly. Yeah, they can look up uh, our clinic at resonateclinic.com. Um, you can also send me an email at gewood8900 at gmail.com. I'd be happy to, happy to make a connection. Make sure to uh, comment below or send us your comments on what you want to be talked about and addressed on these episodes of the Burlap Podcast. Mm-hmm.